Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Harry Douglas in for Jay this week. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN. You were presented by Progressive Insurance. Heard the sound coming in. Oh, I'm excited about my New York football giants. Um, no one's under any delusion that they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but. Well, you are. I am not. But what would a win over the Ravens mean about how we view the Giants? How would it change things? Key, good morning. Harry, good morning. Hey, what's good happening, morning, man? Good morning, good you morning. You know, I hate my phone. Why? What's up? I hate my phone right now because every time I look at it, I'm an hour behind. You guys are ahead oh, of me because yeah. I'm on Central Time, and I keep looking. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> 7 o'clock? Even, you know, because I'm so used to looking at either the West Coast time or the East Coast time. I'm never in the Central, and now I'm looking at it, and I keep saying to myself, man, this thing is going slow, Central, <laughs> even though it's not. Central time is bad enough if you're adjusting from one of the coasts, but mountain time is what gets me. Oh, hold on. They snuck a mountain time in there? Yeah, a mountain time. Yeah, everybody. that's why I say we should just all be on the same time zone all over the world. If you go to bed at 10 o'clock at night, it's 10 o'clock at night. By the way, no matter where you're at, there is some logic to that. And in some parts of the world, it would just be daylight during these hours and not those hours, right? I kind of yeah. like that idea. Wait, when I go, when I go to zone. Alaska, it doesn't get dark to about 10, 30, 11 at night. You hear this, dude? When I go to Alaska, not like hey, I, was I was in Alaska say, one you, time. What, yes, exactly. I was going to say, what, what are you going to Alaska for? So I, I go to Alaska with, with a group of friends. We, we love deep, you, our listeners in Alaska, by the way. Go ahead, yeah, uh, we Harry. Go, we go deep sea fishing every year. <laughs> so we go fishing for halibut, king salmon, little bass, all kind of stuff like that. We get to bring don't, it home, don't, too. Hey, don't go to jail. I watch those shows. I mean, you're not supposed to be fishing. Well, no, no, you gotta have times a year. You gotta have your license and stuff. So we we, we do everything when the right did you way. You have Keith? to, let, let, Key. What I don't understand about Harry, we're all the hours shows, in the day. He went. So think about Harry Douglas for a second. Every he's always <laughs> traveling somewhere. He's with this person, that person. Got the family, raising the kids, the whole thing. And then also, like when I go to Alaska, like it's an ongoing thing. Key's like, you know, you can get in trouble for fishing in the wrong place. Oh, no, no, we, I have my license. When did you have time to go get your fishing license in Alaska well, no, is what I like want to know. My, my buddies that I go with, they have people that get all the, the proper documents for us. I see. So every time you go out, whether you're going land fishing or you're going on the water, like you have to have your credentials with you mm-hmm. just in case a boat I just stops know. you. And they, and they Polar bear says, let me check those credentials. I, I, just wanna, I, I was I like just know, 10 yards away from like bears and stuff. Like literally, yeah, see, I'm not doing all that. No. But but here's what I want to know, Harry. Mm-hmm. You said when your friends get the licenses and stuff. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he going, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's Pat so, the connect through Pat Costello. Do you know somebody who knows somebody that could just do it for you, or are you actually physically filling out the paperwork? No, no, you got to getting your license. No, no, no you got to fill everything out. You do have to fill everything out. You gotta you gotta take the. You know, the, the, the okay. right precautions to do everything. You do everything legitly, Key. You got to do everything legitly. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making, because I, I watch some of them going. shows. I, I watch some legitly. of them shows. Them dudes be going to jail because they the, the, the wrong fish is too big or he's too small. And then, I'm like, you're going to jail for a fish? So, no, did no, you no, see no, what no, happened on, yesterday? That's, that's the thing, though. Did like, you see what happened yesterday? Like some salmon that we catch, yeah. if it's not a certain size, you got to throw it back in the water. You, so, can't, you so, can't bring it out. So did you did you see what happened yesterday with these fishermen? Where was it? Where they were trying? They were. It's like oh a contest. yeah, where they put the weight. They, they put start, the weight in the fish. They're trying to win the money. They had the weights inside the fish. Yo, they might do time behind that, guys, because it's like uh, it was theft. Like Twenty. Oh, it wow. was like 
they would have won $23,000 of prize money. And there was some suspicion in the past that they were sticking the weight balls <laughs> in the fish and weighing it or something. I, I don't know. You got to talk to Harry about him. And, him in prime time could tell you all about fishing because I don't know enough about <laughs> it. you know what it's called in baseball when they do that? All-time home run king. That's what they Steroids. call it. <laughs> in baseball, when you put the weight in the fish, you're the all-time home run king. But, All right. but in, Pop Warner, yeah. in Pop Warner, kids would put weights in their pants to get on the scale and weigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, by the way, some, some amateur boxers, when they're little, you know, if you don't weigh what you need to weigh, they, you know, try to. Can I, real quick, though, I used to do that when I weighed in, like with the Falcons, because I had to be a certain weight. I was a guy that had to gain weight. So Roddy used to laugh at what me. What weight did you have to be? I had to be, like, between, when I first got there, like, between 175 and 180. And you weren't 175 pounds in no. the NFL? Not when I first got there, no. So I used to stuff Oof. weights, like, in my pants and wear, like, baggy wet clothes on a rainy to go day. in. Have a donut. No, he does have do. donuts. Have it doesn't a make donut. a difference. <laughs> Yo, Key, I, ca- I get to work in the morning here at Seaport. <laughs> Harry will be chowing down on all kinds of stuff. If I looked at it, I'd have a gut, love handles, everything. Harry's... I mean, tearing up fried food Look, I five in the morning. This morning and gummy bears again. Gummy morning. bear? What the? Like, I'm sorry. Listen, in I Harry, understand Harry, you worked very hard to get to the can't NFL. Everybody can be this sexy. But I know, Key. Everybody can't not, be like We're all this, not right? genetically the same either. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, it's all good. But the Ravens and the Giants, man, this thing is going to be interesting, especially with, yeah. with Wink Martindale understanding what he needs to do with Lamar Jackson. He will be going fishing. I did see that. Listen, if the Giants beat the Ravens, forget about the Ravens for a second. If the Giants get Lamar Jackson the week after they get Aaron Rodgers, two of the best who ever did it, how could you put Lamar Jackson? Because at Lamar Jackson's age, almost no one who ever lived has done what he's done. He's 25 years old, 25 or 26. Think of everything he's done so far. You just got Aaron Rodgers. If you get Lamar... What would that mean? Here's Julian Love, New York Giants defensive back on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Was this yesterday or the day before? It all blends together in my mind. On Daniel Jones and what he needs to do to win. Daniel and I were in the same draft class, and it's been fun to see him progress over the years. Like Right now, he's doing such a good job of taking care of the ball, managing a game, and just putting us in a position to succeed. You know, When we need a drive out of them, we need points out of them, they've been getting drives and getting points. And that's all him. I mean, he's the first one in the building. He's the last one to leave. And like, that's, that's literally, he's, he's the first one to get here, last one to leave. And so the work's been there for him. He's, he's a hard worker. And so... As a friend, as you know, as a teammate, you want to see him succeed, and we're happy that he's succeeding right now. Listen, it's funny they're playing the Ravens. I don't care what you guys say. Daniel Jones, a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Poor man's Lamar Jackson. He's fast. He can make the throws. Um, you, can, you can design plays for him. He can tuck it and run. He can do a lot of things. And doesn't have any receivers. Right? <laughs> Actually, Lamar's got better receivers than Daniel Jones. But how much of an advantage key do the Giants have with Wink, Martindale as defensive coordinator? Well, I understand what you're trying to say about it being a poor man's Lamar Jackson, but yeah, let's slow that one down a little bit. Um, I, I don't know why. It, 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 it could potentially, it could potentially help. I've always said though, just because you know somebody and you've been around them and you know their tendencies, it usually goes the other way. I've been in games where we thought, oh yeah, we coaching, we know this, and they went out there and took us to the woodshed because. We thought we knew something. Now, the Baltimore Ravens aren't stupid. They know that Wink Martindale understands some of Lamar's weaknesses and his strengths. 
And obviously they want to play to his strengths and not his weaknesses. So they're going to put him in the best possible position to succeed over this defense that's continuing to grow. Uh, They blitz a lot, but Lamar Jackson is lighting up the blitz right now at an all-time high in his career. So you take something away from Wink Martindale by being able to do that, but he's not going to change. So, you know, he's going to tell his players, this is what Lamar won't like. This is what you got to do to Lamar. And Coach Harbaugh and them are saying, this is what Wink Martindale is doing on third and six, short and medium, second and long. Here's where he's coming from. When we cross the 50, these are the things that he's going to do. So it all falls back on the coordinator in Lamar Jackson because Lamar is going to do what Lamar does. And, and that's the thing for me, though, Key, because we can talk about, okay, Wink Martindale understands the Baltimore Ravens, but the Ravens also understand him. He knows, I mean, John Harbaugh knows when they get in the tight red zone, like we seen last week against Green Bay, he's going to bring that cover zero blitz. What can we do? How are we going to be prepared for it? If it's signals we have to change, we're going to change our signals because he was here with us. So it works both ways. But I can say this, when you see a defensive coordinator, there's been times now Wink Martindale didn't got gash as a D.C., you don't think Jim Harbaugh now offense don't understand that either. Wait, so wait, wait. You say he got he got gas. Why do you think he's a Giants DC? Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> There's a reason why he's on a different team right now. So they're going to take those things that they know have hurt them in the past when Wink Martindale was a defensive coordinator and try to exploit some of those matches just from an offensive standpoint. By the way, I would tell you on Daniel Jones, Key, don't let the optics fool you. Like, when you look at the fastest quarterbacks in the NFL, (laughs) when you look – I said a poor man's. Obviously, he's not on Lamar's level. However, Lamar can throw the ball. Daniel Jones can too. They have to – he has to get more consistent, right? But when you look at the top speeds reached by a quarterback on a run, last year, the year before, Uh, the top ones are Lamar and Daniel Jones. Like, they dominate the top. Like And Lamar, I'm just telling you, he's fast. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I would never in my life ever put Daniel Jones in the same sentence as Lamar Jackson. I'm just being honest. Even, but, even, but, but even as a poor we talk man. About, but I, I wouldn't. I, we I talk can't, about Max. there are the point is when you say a poor man, you're saying there are similarities. The talent is not pitched quite at the same level, but I there are some of the same things you can do. I don't hey, want to associate Max, Daniel Jones with Lamar Jackson. I don't understand why not. I don't think there's similarities, Max. What's not similar? Well, first of all, whenever Lamar – is touching the football, at any moment, it could be the Tyreek Hill deuces up. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for Daniel Jones. I mean, okay? he breaks long Daniel runs, John, you're right. And I, and He's I understand. A, not a good a runner as Lamar, of course not. Here, here's what I would say, and I understand what you're trying to get to. Daniel Jones runs or design runs of trick them, mm-hmm. naked bootlegs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things of that nature where the defense is being deceived to go one way as he tricks you out the back door. And because he has some athletic ability and nice speed for a quarterback, he can then gain yards, right? When Lamar does that, you know he's it's not coming. deceiving it's coming. Yeah. You know it's coming, <laughs> and, you and he's it. taking it to the house. I appreciate Once he the gets past the first wave of defender, there is no defensive back that's going to catch him. They're going to catch Daniel I, I, Jones. I get it. This from October 24, 2020. I looked it up as we're talking. Daniel Jones' top speed on his 80-yard run, this was like <laughs> middle of the season from a couple years ago, was faster than Lamar Jackson's top speed on any run this season. Now, on an 80-yard run, you're going to get going. I'm, 
But Thanks. but guys, you can't I argue know, with the facts. What are we doing right now? I'm what saying I'm saying Daniel Jones is you. I'm saying Daniel Jones is faster than you realize. No, but uh, uh, this, here's the no, thing. No, no, I think he's I think he's fast. What key is understanding? Yeah. What, what key is saying is that when I'm preparing a game planning for a guy named Lamar Jackson, and I got a game plan to prepare for a guy named Daniel Jones, I'm not associating either one like the two. It's a complete well, different uh, game. First plan. of all, on a very basic level, I think you're overly resistant to it because they're. Like is the do you have to prepare for a mobile quarterback? Yes. Is Lamar more much more dynamic? Yes. But you still have to prepare for a more mobile quarterback who can do things on the ground. Do you have to prepare for a quarterback who might be able to beat you with his arm? Yes. Is Daniel Jones as accomplished a passer as Lamar? Of course not. But that's why you say poor man's because there are certain similarities that are obvious. Lamar is the offense. Saquon Barkley is the offense for the Giants. Sure, that's a good point. All right, you can. Tune in for football action. Get him again. Sunday as the Steelers host the Bucks. Coverage begins. You're saying that he's Daniel Jones plus Saquon Barkley rolling into it. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. All right, real or not real, underdogs who will win this week. We're going to Shannon or Pat? Me. Pat. (laughs) Uh, The Giants are five and a half point underdogs versus Baltimore. Real or not real, the Giants will win this week, Key. I think it's real. I think the Giants will win for the simple fact that they're at home. I'm sure the stadium's going to be jacked up. They're coming in drunk. They're going to be fired up. And the Giants are playing pretty good football. You know, the Wink-Martindale effect could come into play, but I think the Giants are just playing good football. Saquon Barkley's at his best. You know, Daniel Jones' ankle should be a little bit better coming over from London. We watched him deceive the Green Bay Packers and make them think something was wrong with him, but clearly nothing was wrong with him. He got out of there with a W. I look at the same thing happening again in New York for the Giants against the Ravens. I think it's real. I just don't know if it'll happen. I'm still worried about this, you know, traveling back from London and having – that time change. I'm, I'm worried about that. Man, man. they've been uh, back from I, London two two weeks now. Point of clarity here. We are playing real or not real underdogs who will win this week. So you uh, say okay, I not think real. it's real, but I don't know if it's going to happen is contradictory, Harry. Not real, Pat. Okay, thank you. All right. So, I so think, Pat, I, the game, words, Pat's trying to check by, you. By the way, Pat trying to check me. He sent me this weak-ass picture of him at the wide receiver position when he was in high school. Two catches, He, he looks yards. so stank in the uniform. He's key. like a poor I'm man's a Harry to, Douglas. He looks stank no. in the no, uniform. He'd fit, he'd fit, he'd fit perfect. In New England, though, I oh, the first down ever catch. Hey, by the way, yesterday. not only am I going to say it's real, don't let Daniel Jones have more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson. Key, why can't and he me let come it go, in key. and me come in. On a, hold on, hold on. He had you know sixty-one <laughs> rushing yards, and Lamar had fifty-eight or something. Don't let that happen. Oh, I, I'm not listening to Max, man. You guys are all Daniel next Jones. Be, you know ne- that next, you're getting you're getting you're getting you know, caught up in the packaging. Next, oh yeah, right. The next thing you know, Daniel Jones will throw a seventy-yard bomb. He'll say, "See, he's got similarities to Justin Herbert." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Justin Herbert. He's Lamar. a poor man's. He's a poor man's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, a exactly. poverty-stricken exactly. man's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> All right, real or not real, underdogs who will win this week? Just for clarity, Atlanta five and a half point underdogs versus San Francisco. Harry, what do you think? Um, I don't think this is real, but only the simple fact that you might not be with a Kyle Pitts and then you have Cordell Patterson out. Uh, even though this team has a fighting chance against anybody, I just think those two guys being out offensively is going to be too much against that defense of the 49ers. Yeah, not real. A- Atlanta will lose this football game. It's not real. I think, you know, there's something magical 
about the quarterback in San Francisco. His numbers won't always be special, but for whatever little reason, whatever it is, when he's underneath the center, they win football games. And we we know about the defense, and their defense is only getting better. I, I want y'all to pay attention to a slot corner who's moving outside, I think, this week because of the injury to the corner that they had the starting. Diamador Lenore, mm-hmm. a kid in his second year from Oregon, not the biggest guy in the world, but, oh, my God, does he pack a punch. He can really play. I want you all to pay attention to him. He's number 30 – I think he's 38. I watched him last week. Not a bad player. He I think play. this might be a good game, but I'm going to say not real for what Key said. Jimmy G reads defenses quickly, gets the ball out fast, right? Like, and given the defense and the style they play, that's what you need to do. And, and it works, so not real. New England are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at Cleveland. Real or not real, Key? Uh, New England will win. I, I'm going to say real. I'm going to say real because Bill Belichick and his staff, they do a good job of coaching, man. And, and I know a lot of people look at Bill and say, well, you hadn't won since Tom Brady, win a playoff game, da 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 That's okay. He understands they're in a rebuilding situation, and they've gotten better and better in his in this year since week one against the Miami Dolphins. And they've discovered another quarterback in Dr. Z is his nickname for me in Zappy, who's playing good football. People look at the way he played against the Detroit Lions. Go back and look at when he played the week before when he came in relief against the Green Bay Packers. He did a tremendous job. Yeah, I'm going to go real. Um, I think this defense is playing better than what we expected one of the things that, that I had New England on my list was their secondary. I think their secondary is playing better. Judon is being a dog. They're running the football effectively in New England. Uh, like he said, Dr. Z. Dr. Z is going to get it done. Real, complimentary football, like Belichick style. This is why he is in the conversation for greatest coach of all time, though it's not undisputed anymore, but he's in the conversation. <laughs> because, guys, they just blanked a Detroit team. Detroit has an offense. Detroit was putting up points. They didn't win by two touchdowns. Yep. They gave him goose eggs on defense. They could not score. I like New England right now. Detroit has an offense, but they gave up, but they got zero points. <laughs> well, and going into the game, though, Key. No, not, was- no, I'm not, I'm, not knocking, no, I'm not knocking what you said. I'm just saying, thinking about it. Yeah. They got zero points, but they had an offense, and the offense went away quick. Went away fast. All right, we're playing real or not real. Underdogs will win this week. The Jets are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs at Green Bay. Real or not real, Key? The Jets will win this week. I, I think it's not real. And this and it's not an indictment on the way that they've turned things around and gotten off to a slow start, but all of a sudden they've, they've won a few games in a row. They look pretty promising sitting at three and two. I just think that the New York Giants didn't do the Green Bay Packers or didn't do the New York Jets favors any favor while they're going to Green Bay. Green Bay's mad right now, okay? They just lost a game that they think they should have won despite how they played. And now you're bringing in the young guns, at the Jets thinking they're going into Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers and the crew. I don't see it happening. I see them getting beat by seven and a hook plus. Yeah, I don't think this is real either. When you look at the Green Bay Packers, they understand that they must win this game. You hear Aaron Rodgers in his tone about, you know, the mindset that these guys got to have. I think this defense actually comes to life this game against the New York Jets, and I think the Jets are going to be that team that is young, and I think it'll show this weekend. Not real. I want to go back to the Lions offense for one second, Key, because I just looked it up. When, when they got goose eggs against Belichick's defense, listen to the points scored heading into that game, other than, you know, for the whole season, starting they're week leading, one. They're, they're, I think they're leading – no, the Kansas City's leading the lead, but they're like 
averaging 29 a game Key. or 28 a game? 35, 36, 24, 45, 0. <laughs> no, they, they, they have I pieces mean, on offense. They, they have pieces. Hold on. It's just something's so, missing. So 35, 35, 35, 36, 24, 45, 0. <laughs> so that's about an average of 35 points Yeah. Bill Belichick, man. Woof. All right, two more uh, quick ones here, fellas. We're running out of time. So underdogs who will win this week. Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point underdogs versus Buffalo. Real or not real, Key, Kansas City wins. I think it's real. I think it's real. I think Patrick Mahomes and company will take care of business against Josh Allen and company. You know, we'll see what it, what happens. The over-under on this is 54. It may be even higher. Yeah, I don't think this is real. I think the Buffalo Bills understand why they need to w- win this football game. No Tyreek Hill on the opposite side. You brought in Von Miller, the closer. Josh Allen is playing lights out, as well as Patrick Mahomes. Steve Spagnola, if he's going to play that man coverage, can Stephon Diggs for the first time have over 100 yards? Gabe Davis, you just have so many weapons for Buffalo that I got Buffalo winning this one. I don't know how. And, Key, you know, it's funny because, like, in the NFL, watch it be seven field goals in this game somehow. But, <gasps> like, I, Mahomes will figure it out somehow. I just, I, you know, I, I always like Mahomes in these kind of games. All right, last one very yeah. quick. Dallas are six-and-a-half-point underdogs at Philadelphia. Real or not real, Key, Dallas wins. Not real. I'm sorry to nice. say it. It's not real. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts take care of business. I, I'm, you know, I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I believe in him. He takes his team to 6-0. and oh. Yeah, I don't think this, real, this is real as well. Nice. I, I like the Eagles. I like what they present. They had the best roster in my eyes in the National Football League. It's showing out there on the football field. Jalen Hurts is a wonderful leader. I think he gets that game against a tough defense where a lot of people are saying Jalen Hurts is that guy. I just looked it up. Four of the five linemen for the Eagles were limited due to injury. This is from 13 hours ago. The only one who wasn't was right tackle Lane Johnson, who was designated as a resting player. I just think that's the – like, I got to see game day who's playing. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the way this is lining up for Dallas because of the Eagles' O-line problems. Just the, that's the wrong problem to have going into this D- Dallas game right with that, that defensive front. We can, hey, Max. We can ignore that yeah. point from Max. No one Max, to that. You, know, you know, Max, when you, when you go, and Harry knows this, and I'll tell you, Max, when you get ready to take the field probably an hour before the game and all those linemen are feeling a certain way, there's somebody called Dr. Z waiting on him. <laughs> Dr. Z. Right. That's why I'm saying let's see game day who's actually getting that torn all shot. All right. Um, what does Kansas City guys need to do? Because we, we got into Kansas City Buffalo a bit today. But what do they need to do defensively to slow down that high-powered Buffalo Bills offense? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Jay today. Key, I ever tell so you when I got Brian Kenny from back in the day at ESPN that's doing Sports Center and baseball and everything. So Brian and I used to hang out in, in Bristol, Connecticut all the time. I was doing Friday night fights, and he had a place there, and we used to grill and everything before the game, or before the fight. So I played him some Warren G. <laughs> and he was trying to resist it, man, but... It's irresistible. <laughs> At a certain point, you know what line broke him? He was like, all right, <laughs> put it in his car. Was uh, Now they're running in, they're screaming. It's a tad bit late. <laughs> that got him. <laughs> that got him. It's a tad bit late. <laughs> man, I, I, miss, I miss hearing Nate Dogg too, man. Nate Dogg was a legend, man. Yeah, oh, my God. Nate Dogg made every track yeah. he ever got on twice as good. You know, Warren G's son played on my 707 team. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> there it is. We Elijah, was waiting on it. Elijah <laughs> Griffin. Elijah Griffin. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. All right. I mean, everybody. Brady might be fine. Go. I had to laugh because Brady might be fine for kicking. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was interesting because that was never brought up last week or last Sunday or, or or throughout the course of the week, it all of a sudden it's kind of, you know, it's like, well, we'll make good on what we screwed that, up well, in was, terms of the personal There was one person file. that brought it up, though, Key. Yeah. I, I definitely brought well, it up. Uh, no, there were shows and people brought it up. I mean, just from it didn't catch fire it immediately. should have got flagged for it, it, too. It was a little bit late, and then it caught fire. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, well, that's old. They getting ready to play a game in two days. But, but here's the thing, though. Key. He should have been fine on Monday. It, it was more than one time that Brady did it in that game against Grady Jarrett. He tried to kick him twice, two separate times. Yeah, see, at that point, if I'm Grady Jarrett, I'm going to have to twist his ankles. Yeah, right. You got to do something. I, I mean, I love it in boxing when uh, – that's a vet move, man. Ref's on the right side mm-hmm. or, or on the left side, can't see you block his view, and then you go low on the hip with the right hand, right, because the ref can't see. And and the slick ones, the vets, you know, Bernard Hopkins, middleweight champ for years and years, you get away with that. Tom Brady gets away with it. He knows where the refs are. He knows what he could do. And the way to combat that, if they're getting away with it, is what Key just said. You got to do something back to the dude, and you got to be slick about it. Yeah. What does Kansas City need to do to slow down the high-powered Buffalo Bills offense, Key? Well, well, first of all, Steve Spagnola can't keep putting his secondary in bad positions. And I know he has a certain philosophy in a certain way that he wants the defense, the secondary to match with the defensive front. You can't have the defensive front doing one thing in the secondary doing another. So I, I get it. it. It mirrors each other, but the man to man coverage that he puts them in a lot of the times you're going to have Gabe Davis and, and, and uh, uh, Stefan Diggs and company 
torch them sitting them out there on the islands by themselves. You got to mix up coverages. You got to play a little bit of zone because their receivers aren't what I would typically call zone receivers. They're more man-to-man guys, guys that can run away from you, guys are off coverage, getting free access. And you know about free access, Harry. Yep. When a guy gives you free access, you sit there with a bowl of cereal, you're ready to just eat all day long because they're not disrupting your timing. So he's got to do some of that. Get in your face, disrupt the timing, mix up the coverages, try and get in the head and confuse uh, Josh Allen a little bit. Yeah, Key, I, I agree with you 100%. I think they need to make Josh Allen methodically work the football down the football field. Um, it was a few years back when it was, I think it was a Monday night football game where the Bills played the Tennessee Titans, and that's what the Tennessee Titans did to Josh Allen. The reason why you do that, though, is because in a game like this where Patrick Mahomes is on the other side and the spotlight that it's going to get, at some point you're banking on Josh Allen being impatient and not taking those checkdowns and making that mistake that you want him to make. I don't think you could just line up like he said and play man coverage with Fenton um, and Snead and these guys and just say, you know what, we're going to shut down um, uh, Gabe Davis and and Trayvon uh, Stephon Diggs. I, I just don't think you can do that over and over again. But I do think that defensive line, when you look at a guy like George Khalifas, who they drafted um, in the first round this year, you look at people like Chris Jones, you look at the linebacking crew, uh, Frank Clark, those guys are going to have to play a major role and also – not letting Josh Allen escape the pocket going right. That's when he's phenomenal. That's when he's finding guys down the football field. If you're going to let him escape the pocket in which you want him to stay in there, make him go left, which is a harder throw trying to throw across your body and, 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 and you know, swift your hips so you can get that ball off. I mean, and when you can get him on the ground, you got to get him on the ground. Though. Yes. Yeah. You can have let him have second and third shots at it. You know, the thing about Mahomes, though, is even if your defense can't do the job on Josh Allen, well, you don't want to get in a shootout with no Mahomes can win a shootout with anybody, and he's done it with Josh Allen not that long ago. So if he, it doesn't he work, could, Max. he could, and key he could do it this time by finding what he hit every receiver but one in the last game. Yeah, he hit nine. He hit nine different receivers. Nine. Key, that's the stuff that you talk about, right? He yeah, can yeah, spread yeah, it no, around. There, there's no question about he can spread it around. But remember what you just said. You just said it a few seconds ago, so I know it's still fresh in your mind. Shootout, right? He can get into a shootout, and that's not what you want to get into. Well, guess who he had in those shootouts? Yeah, Tyreek Hill. He had Tyreek Hill. We haven't seen him get into a shootout without Tyreek Hill. But, and but so, he got Kelsey four times. <laughs> Actually, four little, times little, little bit. Him. That's not. But that's a little bit different, Coach, because that's not a shootout. A well, shootout is okay. A shootout I, I, is I, boom, 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 back and forth, yeah, back yeah. and forth, back and forth, right? And then all of a sudden, I got 13 seconds on the clock. I'm getting ready to give it to Tyree Hill, and he's going 90. That's the shootout. Yeah. It may not be scoring as fast. It could still be a lot of scoring, though, but, yeah. I, yes, I absolutely. All right, guys, um, after, after uh, the Washington win over the Bears, Ron Rivera, right, like, really was heated at thank the media. Thank you, Jordan. When they, when they brought up, you know, he was being asked about, these rumors that Dan Snyder was the one who wanted to trade for Carson Wentz, that wasn't you know, a move that Ron Rivera wanted. And we're going to listen to that and get into that. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tell Key to leave me alone. Tell about something I look like a number 83, a little slot receiver. He made the sound effect. <laughs> he looked like the guy that, that wear molded cle- uh, screw-in cleats, too. Yeah, big old strong dude coming down, <laughs> bearing down on you. So, uh, so West, Russell Westbrook, fellas, yep. he decided that he wasn't going to partake in pregame rituals and hype machines and getting in the huddle with the team and and so I guess that's been a what do you guys call it in the the, the social media world viral is that what mm-hmm. it is it's a viral deal I am the and social media guru here that's it. right go ahead he was commenting on it uh, Max and Harry about he's you know they called him yesterday at practice and asked him about it about him not joining the team in the huddle and not being uh, shaking Patrick Beverly's or responding to Patrick Beverly telling him to come inside I guess at the free throw line after a timeout or something like that. What do y'all make of that? Well, for me, I, I I don't like his response. And it was the last part of his response. And he said, but I've been doing the same ritual since I've been in the league. You also, since you've been in the league, haven't won a championship. And if all your teammates are over there, just go over there with them and, and be a part of what they're doing. The individuality okay. hasn't hasn't got you to where you want to be right now yes, on a championship so. level. Well, you would you would have hated me then, Harry. You would have hated me. Yeah, it's okay I because with all that. it's it's things I, I had to say to Tony that. Gonzalez too when he came to Listen, our team. The way that video before, so yes, I, I would have told you right to your face, too, Key. Guys, the way I saw that, before, yeah, heard about it before I saw it was that Russell Westbrook slapped Pat Bev's hand away. No, he didn't. He gave him he like he gave him some skin and then was like, but he was doing his thing. It wasn't like hostile or anything. But let me ask you this, Key. Just no, but he didn't. He didn't. I don't know which video. It might have been a hundred videos, but he did not. The one video I'm talking about, Max. Yeah. They Beverly was summoning him over. Yeah, and he wasn't coming. Ad, he wasn't coming, and Ad had to go over there and kind of put his arms around him. But he was talking to the. He was communicating with the coaches, so he really wasn't paying attention, right. to Patrick Let Beverly. Me ask you the something. way he explained it. Let me ask you something, Key. Do you think at all it could be reckless speculation time on my part? But do you think at all it could be like Westbrook feeling like, man, Pat Bev, you're not calling everyone together for the huddle. You know, even you know what I'm saying. Like, but I, and I just I think Pat Bev's a better fit on the team. He gives you the def- perimeter defense and the and the uh, uh, shooting or defense. I, period I can only shooting, I can only Max I can only go off of what the man said. The man said it's his ritual. He said go pull up clips, whatever y'all want to do. I've been doing this since I've been in the league. What do you and think? I've been through similar situation. I would I, when the coach would talk before the game in the locker room. I'd go sit in the hallway. Every single coach I ever had. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio.
ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Jay this week. Jay is a proud father for the third time. Congratulations, Jay Will. <laughs> and Harry's been in for him all week. We're on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to listen live, and you can take us with you anywhere. You got a phone in your pocket, you can listen to us live on the app. Think about that. And you, we can also be seen on ESPNU, presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, it's time for me to lock it in, guys. This is what I'm locking in. Tampa Bay minus eight at Pittsburgh. I like it. And Pittsburgh's a mess right now. I think um, Tampa's offense really hasn't got untracked yet, but it's trending there. And I like Tom Brady to beat him by at least two scores. Uh, I, I, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> I do. Might be more than two scores, though. Yeah, but at least a touchdown and a field goal. I like. You're gonna give. You're gonna say I gotta lay eight. Okay, fine. But I actually, yeah, I, I think it's good. Yeah, I I like what Kenny Pickett was coming into that game, though. Even though the offense didn't have that much success, I thought he came in and did a decent job. The thing is with Tampa Bay, you coming off a game where you gave Atlanta an opportunity to come back and try to win that game. He does have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans back. So, and I'm looking at the secondary to Pittsburgh Steelers, which lately has been one of their Achilles heels. Uh, you don't have T.J. Watt up front to wreak havoc against Tom Brady. So, I think that's going to play a factor in things, too. Um, I, I just don't like where Pittsburgh is as a team right now, especially coming off the loss that they just had to the Buffalo Bills and being dominated in the fashion that they did. So, I w- it wouldn't surprise me if Tampa Bay won by three scores in this game, Max. What do you think? Mm-hmm. No, I I wouldn't be surprised if they run it up on Pittsburgh either. Uh, they got some of their weapons back. But also, from a personal standpoint, I think that some of the the hidden laundry about Tom's Brady, Tom Brady's life and, and personal life is out in the public to a degree certainly will help him ease his mind because he doesn't have to feel like he's hiding anything anymore. I think it will it will allow him to just focus in solely on playing football when he's between those white lines. You know, it's it's a, it's kind of like a little bit of a release mechanism for him mentally. That that's interesting. That's interesting. Sometimes cuz you know, it's we all deal with that in life, right? Like you're worried about something mm-hmm. and in chess it's yes. called the threat is worse than the execution, right? Like someone pins your bishop or your has a pin on your knight or something and 
and you're and it cramps your whole game where you might as well just let them go through with the execution and then it frees you up, right? Yep. So like you're so worried about what what happens, but that happens in football too. There's a certain threat that you have to defend, but because you're spending all your resources there, man, you're just better off letting them do what they got to do and then you do what you got to do. Yep. If you're worried about something becoming public or you're bottling it all in, once the genie's out of the bottle, it's like, okay, I don't have to worry yeah, about that, that anymore. I get that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I think it will help him be Tom Brady opposed to going through the motion, so to speak. So, Harry, what's your locking in? What are you locking so in? So, for me, I'm looking at this Dolphins versus the Minnesota Vikings football game, and I'm locking in the Minnesota Vikings minus three. I just don't like the, the, the place where the Miami Dolphins are right now. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's not going to be playing. It's going to be Skylar Thompson, their third-string quarterback. Uh, I'm looking at Justin Jefferson. I know the secondary of the Miami Dolphins. They're going to play my man coverage. I like Dalvin Cook as a runner uh, and, and what he's been able to do throughout his career, including this season. So I just think the, I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win this game and they're going to cover. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I think, I think Minnesota's beaten, beat up on the Miami Dolphins. Miami, you know, they, they let the Jets get them. Tyreek Hill's a little banged up. You know, you, you, you mentioned the third-string quarterback, so to speak, and Minnesota feels good about their positioning in the Norris division given the fact that Green Bay just lost to the Giants. They, they're they going to take this game serious. And Kirk Cousins is playing pretty good football. So, yeah, I, I think Minnesota takes care of business. Meantime, Ron Rivera was asked at the postgame presser about the rumors that, or the, that, that Carson Wentz talk that Carson Wentz was a Dan Snyder move and not a Ron Rivera move, which is a logical follow-up to Ron Rivera pointing out that the difference between the commanders and the rest of the division is quarterback, when in fact, story of the rest of the division hasn't been quarterback, it's been coach, right? So, but it also sounds like maybe he didn't want Carson Wentz and coach was not happy with that. Listen to this. For the last couple of weeks, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to speak my mind for a second. For honestly, uh, it's been hard. It really has. You lose four games in a row, and everybody wants to get you, you know, just get on you. And they've played their asses off. They have. They play their asses off for everybody. They come out and they show up. They work hard. All right. They don't complain. Okay. They hear all the stuff and they got to deal with it. I get that. And I respect them for that because they're resilient. They come back. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at indianapolis okay and that's what pisses me off because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time i'm sorry i'm done he, he can be mad all he want to be mad he 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 the one that did this to Carson Wentz in, in, in them in them players. You you went in the meeting and said when they asked you what's the difference between whatever whatever you say the quarterback position. So that little rant that you up there doing, don't, I don't care nothing about that. You brought this upon yourself. So be mad at yourself. Hey Key, let me ask you this: Is there any chance that when Ron Rivera was asked that question about what's the difference between the teams? He was answering honestly without thinking, oh, wait, how this is going to sound? Or is there no chance of that he was saying what he wanted to say? I don't think he – I think he was just saying what he wanted to say. I don't think he really made a calculated decision. I think he just – he's an ex-player, man, and he's a hard-nosed coach. And 
he looked at it and said, you know what? The, those quarterbacks are playing better, and he's already assessed that from several days of watching film of his quarterback. And when he was asked a question, he's like, you know, if we if we don't get things turned around in his mind, in his coaching staff, in their meetings, and they're talking back and forth, if we don't get things turned around, like Jalen Hurts, like uh, uh, Cooper Rush, like Daniel Jones, we're going to continue to fall behind the eight ball. And then it just came out in the press conference. That's why, remember I said to you that day, I'm like, oh, he'll be talking to Carson Wentz at a private meeting in a few hours to apologize. And what did he do? He talked to Carson Wentz at a private meeting and, 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 and he apologized. Mad now, he mad now. Well, he mad, he's mad now because for whatever it's worth, his job might be on the line. Okay, this this owner is is is, you know, he has a, a happy finger. He likes to just get rid of guys real quick and not let things develop because he's always chasing. So I'm sure Ron Revere's feeling a little bit of that and they're not winning games. Well, whoever Snyder eventually has to sell the team to, I'll have decisions to make about the front office and the coaching staff. I think of Ron Rivera as a good coach. I think of Ron Rivera as a good coach, but even a good coach will make mistakes. And I thought that he made a mistake of how he, in terms of how he handled this publicly. Um, Daniel Snyder was at the game last night. So, is Daniel Jackson a poor man? (laughs) Daniel Jackson, Daniel Jones, a poor man's Lamar Jackson. That's the question coming up. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.